and it opens into a large two-story room with white marble floors that reflect the light from the large golden art deco chandeliers that are floating below the ceiling that is a perfect replica of the outside sky. The walls are covered in dark wooden bookcases that are full of books, so many books. And you can see that there are more bookcases on the second level through the glass railings of the balcony. There are large dark wooden tables that fill the lower uh, floor and there are groups of people, human dwarves, elves, orcs, halflings, and they're all busy at work over large rolls of parchment. And some of them are pulling different books off the shelves and others are putting some back. They, some are standing and arguing with others and others are quietly sitting in dark blue velvet chairs reading and writing down notes. Uh, the woman leads you into the room. Welcome to the Guardian's Guild. First things first, uh, you'll need to meet with Corzin. Now, I really must warn you, Corzin's a little, hmm, how should I say, prickly. Uh, make sure you don't mention his height. He's rather sensitive about the subject. And um, just mostly just let him, let him do the talking. He doesn't really like people. She says this as she's leading you um, across the room to uh, a large um, dark wood door that is uh, lab and like uh, there's like a little like you know like a label on the outside. You think like grand Art Deco slash like almost like old library. So like like. It's like it's not it's not very contemporary with the times that you get like the design and stuff that you're currently in, right? It should be like kind of vintagey. So there's like a little plaque next to it um, that's like uh, it's like called like head office. <laughs> um, and Waisara knocks on the door, and there's no answer. She knocks a second time, and. Uh, you kind of just hear like a, a grumbling and a ruffling of like uh, paper on the other side and a, oh, come in. Uh, and Waisara gives you guys, flashes you guys a smile and uh, opens the door. Um, inside the room is warm and it's same with that dark wood paneling. The There's like golden art deco sconces that are similar to the similar to the style of the chandeliers outside. The dark gray marble floor is covered with a large, worn, ornate rug. Former portrait, formal portraits of various peoples adorn the wall, and a grand desk sits in the middle of the room framed by a large stained glass window behind it. It has piles of messy parchment and books and maps, and a stout halfling man is sitting cross-legged on a floating disc, and he looks up as you enter. 
Um, Wait, he's sitting on a floating disc? He's sitting on a floating disc. Uh, Corzin, these are our new recruits. I Hello, want Corzin. one of those discs. Oh, great. They're a talkative bunch. Uh, All right, a, well. Is that hmm? a Tensor's floating disc? I've never, I've never seen one in person before. I want one. Now this this uh, this is an improved improved model. It's created in our in our lab. Look, let's let's I get this want over. One. I, I, are you okay? Hand on her shoulder. <laughs> no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Just stuff. If if you don't like talking to people, I I can just go to that lab thing. That sounds more interesting anyway. Which which oh, way to me, the lab? I, I, I'm sure I can find it. Vaisara kind of like grabs you and kind of steers you back towards the <laughs> towards the thing, and she kind oh, of wh- and whispers and goes, "Yo, don't worry, you're gonna be going there next. Um, just bear through it." What was that? N- nothing, Corzin. Yeah, these these are the uh, new recruits. Um, you know that they just completed their exam. Uh, and he kind of goes uh, there, and he kind of starts ruffling through some papers, and like kind of like pulls pulls out a, a piece of paper that was probably recently put there, but is now under piles of books. And he pulls it out, and it's gives it a glance over, and goes, "Oh, these are for all right for the field." It's a shame that we have to do this nowadays. All right, so you guys are probably all wondering what this place is and what we do really i know you had to sign the the piece of parchment that allowed you to be here swore you to secrecy yada 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 but uh really why you're here is because we we need some field agents you see the Guardians Guild for many, many times has just been a network of spies and spellcasters and really um, literary studying studying types. That's really what we do here primarily, is we study the creation and the history of magical artifacts and other more political kind of things, making sure that the, the power in the world is, is balanced. Unfortunately, recently, there has been an uptick in violent incidents, and there seems to be a growing darkness spreading, and, well, we, quite frankly, as scholars, don't have the skill set to, uh, to do what needs to be done, and that is collect these artifacts before it was safe, and, you know, we could send some more or less inexperienced, you know, people out there, but it wasn't that much of a risk. But after recent events, we've decided that we should uh, recruit people like yourselves who are uh, seem to specialize in in dealing with tricky situations. Uh, so we need you to go out and collect artifacts uh, before they fall into the wrong hands. Any questions? Yeah. Um. <laughs> where's the bathroom? Oh. Um. Why, why Sergeant? Ah, oh, shit. Whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> why Sergeant? Um. Take take you there next. Any anybody else? No. I thought we're going to the lab next. 
Well, I'm sure you can stop at the bathroom on the way. I mean, yes, right, Sarah, is that going to be a, be a problem? No, not at not at all. All right. Um, yep. Well, if you have any other questions, don't come talk to me. Find somebody else. Um, yeah, that's that's it. All right. Now, can you can you you can leave? And he kind of, without even waiting for you to leave, dives back into his pile of books sending his uh he kind of has like long gray hair and it's oh, i didn't describe him at oh, all no you <laughs> didn't he's uh so corson is a uh kind of like grumpy bristly old man halfling but he actually minus like wrinkles because he's actually just in his early uh, 40s and he has like wild long gray hair and wears large glasses that really take up most of his face. So that's what he looks like. So Wysara kind of like ushers you guys out of the office um, and you make a quick pit stop at the bathroom for uh, Aveline. And uh, then a- Andrin actually had to go too. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Everybody makes a, a bathroom break. I'm glad that do this we need is to, canon. Do we need to roll a check for that? No. Please <laughs> no. I rolled a one. I got uh, a little on my on my pants. <laughs> Thank God you're the only dude in the company. Um, and she starts uh, taking you. Um, you actually go down a, a set of stairs. Yeah, and she and as she's leading you down this set of stairs. Um, which is like still marble. It's not like you're going into like the basement. It's still very much like light. Think like it's still just like really high end like marble and like golden chandelier kind of like warm light and very uh, like old school money kind of thing. Uh, so now we're heading down to the lab. Uh, this is a bit different from the rest of everything you've seen but it's definitely cutting edge innovation i mean this is where we get all our fun gadgets and really where the uh innovations in most of the magic that you actually see out in the world come comes from uh we have ways of disseminating it through uh out into public the public aspect of life without really revealing where all of the innovation comes from but um yeah it's gonna be great um you're gonna meet talk talk is <laughs> talk is great um a little weird a little weird? weird uh uh <laughs> they they are they are a little weird they. um yes uh they use they them pronouns um oh, i thought you meant more than one no no you would think that talk is more than one person though because quite frankly their inventions are incredible and the amount of stuff that talk makes is insane but um i will let talk do the the rest show you the rest um i'm gonna leave you guys here i need to go drop these off and she uh like kind of like has like a bag that you know the artifacts are in and she's like um so that you know that's what she's talking about um, and I'll either meet you back here or uh, talk or somebody else will escort you to wherever you need to go next. All right. Well, it's been, it's been great meeting you guys. I'm sure I'll see you around more. 
and she heads off unless you guys have any questions for her before she goes aurora waves goodbye <laughs> okay this cool. bitch just abandoned us uh, no, so she's like you're outside of the this like they're like it's like a set of double wide doors, um, and they're actually and they're like the same like uh, old school like heavy oak like door that you've seen before, um, but the plaque next to it looks much newer and it says the lab. You guys open the doors and the first thing is you hear the whirring of gadgets and machines as you enter the room. And it's seemingly the opposite of the rest of the guild's headquarters. The walls are covered with tools and various odds and ends. Some look like machinery, while there are also like some tr branches of trees. The room is large and contains several long workbenches that are low to the ground and covered in half-finished projects and machinery that seems to be running tests. It looks like a mix between a lab and a workshop. It's very much like simple and white and clean, clean corners. There isn't dark wood or ornate golden sconces in sight. And Talk, who is a small halfling with a sharp face and, vibrant, and a vibrant red wavy mop of hair, um, looks up from their work. They're wearing glasses with various filters and magnifiers clipped onto the sides and a gray button up with the sleeves rolled up to the elbows and there's spots and smudges all over it. Oh, you guys must be the new recruits. Howdy. Yo. Hi, Talk. All right, uh, Andrin like immediately like walks over next to them and like pulls up a chair next to them and like sits down and looks at the, what they're doing. Uh, Talk is um, fiddling with what looks like some sort of power conversion. You actually see um, the, the bombs that you found earlier sitting not far away. Like they're kind of on the next thing that they'll be getting to. What, so what, what are you making? I am working on a new power conversion unit to kind of, a, you know, increase the amount of uh, energy output that you get while decreasing the amount of magic energy needed to make that energy output. It's a little complicated. I wouldn't expect you guys to understand. No, I, I get it. I, but I, I do I do have to confess, I, uh, I usually go to Toshi Station to get my power converters. Oh, Toshi Station? Yeah. Uh, we've, I've, that's one of our, one of our uh, suppliers for, um, like, that takes some of the innovations that, we, that, I, that I come up with here and uh, kind of, like, puts, puts them out. What, what's, your, what's your favorite, what, what's been your favorite power converter so far? What's your power conversion of choice? Oh, I love a, a good old DHRL one. It, it's a classic, but they never break. Okay, I'm just staring at the nerds talk, and I've got no idea what the fuck's going on. Oh yeah, the DHLR1 is a classic. I mean, it gives you a pretty good one-to-one -one ratio, but because you're not trying to increase the amount of, of power or really decrease the size to increase the amount of power, it, it does make for a very long-lasting uh, power converter. Uh, he kind of notices that Wolfane is uh, kind of distractedly looking at stuff uh, around the room um, and goes, but I'm betting your companions don't want to talk about power conversions all day. You guys are the new recruits, I guess? Yes. That's right. 
Right. Well, I need to make uh, get you all set up with the typical typical gear that we uh, give everybody uh, here at the uh, Guardians Guild. Um, first things first, he uh, they get up and run over to uh, a cabinet um, on the wall, and uh, they press a bunch of different buttons, and you kind of hear like a like a mach- like a mechanical like clinking sound of something like cycling through. Um, it stops, and they open it and pull out um, these different. Like these, like just almost like a three inch by three inch cube of black metal. Uh, they pull out four of these. All right. So the first thing that we're gonna need to do is um, craft your communication equipment link or your cell. Um, these, <laughs> <laughs> these can uh, be molded into any kind of wearable. Uh, object that you like. Um, some people do bracelets. Some people do earrings. Some people prefer to have it like a handheld device. Um, I believe Waisara dropped you off. She prefers hers to be more of like a, a handheld, handheld kind of thing. And um, uh, you've probably had the mispleasure of meeting Cedric earlier, and uh, he he does he does like a bracer. Um, so what kind of uh, what what would you what would you like? What would you like? What's your what's your fancy? Oh, I want something that I can just clip right to my ear. That's something great. You know, you don't see it behind all my hair. I'm just clipping on and off. Okay. Nothing too fancy. Something that goes like behind the ear or in the ear. What do you What are you thinking? In the ear, like just clip it right on. You know. Oh, I think I can. I think I can uh, come up with something. How How simple do you want? You want? Do you like a lot of decoration? Or are you more of a utilitarian kind of person? Uh just simple. I don't need anything fancy. All right. And what's What's your name? I don't think I've caught any of your names yet. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Aurora shoves out her hand towards them. I'm Aurora. Uh, they take your hand and give it a good shake, and uh, they turn to Ren. Uh, and what's, what's your name? You seem to be uh, quite technologically abled, which is, quite I'm, frankly, a relief. I'm Andrin. <laughs> I'm Andrin, and I, I hold out my hand. Talk uh, beams up at Ren and gives his hand a, a good shake. Um, and uh, they turn to Aveline and... Oh, I'm I never got. I never had to pick my form. <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry. You're you're just doing introductions right oh, now. Okay. Because cause they don't know who any of you are. Oh, so Aveline just leans down to hug him. So there's like an awkward like, uh, their hand is extended and then Aveline <laughs> kind of like Absolutely. pulls them into a hug and like their their hand kind of gets a little bit smushed. She kind of lifts him up a little bit. Off um, his toes. And and talk is really kind of like al- alarmed and is a little uncomfortable. Hi, it's so nice to meet you. She's like that with everyone. Aileen, uh, Aveline put him down. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's how that's, hey how, guys, that's how she does that. Hey guys, it's them. Like it, this put is the down. Did I, person we know. Uh, did I miss? Oh, I'm so sorry. It's so uh, nice to meet you. It's. Uh, it's it's nice 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 to meet you nice to meet you too um that's okay hi you're you're a hugger i i got that now and you're you're aveline right yeah that's me 
Cool. Um, and that must mean that you are... Uh, they flick one of the uh, many little different like lenses that are in front of their uh, glasses down. Um, and then they say, that means you're Wolfan, right? Yo. With cool. a little jingle well, wave. Um, and... Uh, as they uh, start working on the uh, first um, block of the, that black metal, um, what they do is they go over to, there's a machine uh, along the far wall that kind of looks like a uh, cube with like a computer uh, plugged into the side of it. And they place the first block on the cube and um, then talk starts uh, kind of typing and putting in various um, uh, measurements and like a bunch of code code and all of that kind of stuff that uh, Andrin would probably have a semblance of an understanding, but it wouldn't be a specific programming language or anything that uh, Andrin has probably worked with before. Um, and they hit a button and uh, a shield pops down and there's kind of like a bright flash and they lift up the, the shield and taking a pair of tongs, uh, they pull out what is now like a small black earpiece um, with just a little bit of a little bit of flair to it. It has like a subtle um, swirls and carvings in the side of it um, that would be the side that like faces out when it's in your ear and they uh, kind of dump it into a box of what looks like black sand. Um, and they are like, all right, that's going to need to cool. Um, who's next? I'll go. All right, what do you want? What What does Artie have? Artie. Oh. Ar Artemis. You, yeah, you're, are you Artie's brother? Yeah. Oh, Artie's is a bit different. I can't say I've done one ever quite like hers. Um, she actually got it tattooed into her arm. I mean, if that's the route that you want to go, I'm sure I could do it again. I will warn you, it was painful and not the most pleasant experience for either of us. <laughs> but... Oh, dear. Um, we, I... I'll just do yours last, then. Uh, yeah, Andrin is, like, already rolling up his sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> With a straight face and just... What? No, he's got, he's got a... like, a big smile. Oh, okay. Do you have a particular design? What's Artie's? Um, Artie's is a, is a quill. Wow, you must really like your sister. Art, Artie's is a, uh, is a quill. Just a simple... The, uh, well, then I want I want a sword. Wow! You Going don't want to the big guns there, Ren. Or, don't I you mean, want a giant like wrench? A, like, Are you compensating ooh, a for wrench. something? I like Ren. a wrench. Oh, I want a wrench. burn! Oh, all right. I can I can do a wrench. Uh, they pick up your uh, the second cube and um, they take it over to a different. M machine and uh, this one is looks almost like a 
like a coffee grinder a little bit um and they place a uh, empty glass vial underneath uh, the bottom of it and they put the cube in the top and um, after a couple minutes of various different uh, a little bit of cursing and various different entering and re-entering they go alright I think I got it and they uh, press a start button, and uh, there's kind of like a, a slow grinding sound, and then eventually a slow drip, drip into the bottle. So that's gonna take a while. What about you two? Uh, Wolfie, friends, come on, guys. Um, I'll take something like Aurora's. Uh, you you want a an an ear device? Um, yes. You're a, a thief, right? Yes. Well, I would feel like an ear device might be kind of suspicious. Are, are you sure you wouldn't want to go with something like a, like, I can I can make it look like a normal bracelet or a ring or... Will it jingle? Not if it fits snugly. I'll take a ring. Just a simple black band? Yes. All right. And they go over to the same machine um, that they used for Aurora's and same process. And they, uh, a simple, small black band uh, is revealed. And they use the tongs again and kind of put it in the same sand that uh, Aurora's is cooling in. Aveline? Um, I'm just really afraid I'm going to lose it. Could I get an implant gem thing with also a global position scryer. Did you just ask for a tracking device on yourself? Yes, please. I get lost a lot. Oh my god. Maybe I I should have uh, kind of explained what what a cell is. So, um, well, it is possible to lose your cell. I can definitely make something that's that's custom so that it'll, um, so that it can be custom and stay on your arm without falling off. Oh, right. Um, I can do can do an, an implant. Um, again, not super into the <laughs> the painful things. Um, but I have a high pain threshold. It's okay. Do you really? Yes. Really? I'm concerned. Punch for all me. Y'all. Let's see. <laughs> let's, let's not. Let's not punch anybody. Um, <laughs> we're making very but, good first impressions, y'all. But the way. But the way that that the the cell works, because it's communication equipment. Link is actually it allows. It's not on all the time, but it, it allows us to find you and communicate with you. So, so if you it were, has a global position scryer. Uh, it has a version of a global position scryer it's we're, we're kind of op, operating on the next level of the the gps system that's not not available for for the public consumption yet oh wow that's so great okay can i take like an extra one just in case <laughs> no i i wish i could give them out but actually they're uh they're quite expensive and, and hard to make and we don't want them get it going out into the world and 
getting misplaced and found by the wrong people. Do you think if it's a bracelet, it will get in the way of possible fighting people? So what if, if you're worried about fighting, what if I made you something that was, I can't say that it would actually provide you with more protection, but it could be like almost like a, a fitted uh, gauntlet, but a, a little, a little like, Narrow, a little more like flashy, showy, uh, like fashiony, not like weird, uh, chunky armor. Does does that? Oh wow! Okay, that sounds great. Okay, I can I can do that. Um, and they go over and they uh, put um, the last cube or yeah, the last cube into um, that. Uh, device and um, they pull out a Aveli- a perfectly Aveline sized uh, gauntlet for do you want a left or a right hand? Right hand. For uh, Aveline's right hand. It's uh, very sleek with um, some deco ge- like geometric kind of design in, and it goes up to about uh, about halfway through, uh, halfway through her arm, about halfway to the elbow. Um, it's fingerless. It doesn't have, like, it's not like a full glove, but it kind of like cuts off around the thumb and uh, the knuckles. This look good. Yeah, that's great. All right, perfect. And they put that also into the uh, gray. Uh, tub of sand. Um, they then go over, and the uh, vi- the glass vial is almost full now. And um, they kind of uh, press a few buttons on that machine, and it stops making it. And uh, they pull out a tattoo gun, and uh, I guess give Ren a tattoo. Uh, yes. <laughs> And it's like a, a very uh, now. Do you want a, like a simple wrench, or you want something a little more artistic? What are you What are you feeling? Is he gonna cry? A very simple. Do you need a, me to hold your wrench. hand, Red? Should we do shots before this? I I think that we should. I should roll for it. Alcohol just increases the blood flow, so you might not want to drink beforehand. Who said he had to drink? I want to drink. I'm, I'm, I don't have any alcohol, and there's no food or, or drink allowed in, in the lab. So you're going to have to pass on that. Are you ready, Ren? Yep. Do you want to roll a, I don't know. Con- constitution, <laughs> probably? Sure. That's a two. Plus one is a three. Ren is crying quite Ren a bit. Cries. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it. I imagine it like um, I just hear muffled screaming, like like, from, like, outside. like mold, like no, 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 like Full Metal Alchemist, like where they're like, I'm gonna be brave, and there's just like tears and snot like streaming down their face, and they're like biting their lip, you know. So like Red's biting his lip, and there's just, like tears, tears and snot streaming down his face, and like talks like, like talks like, oh, You're I'm so sorry. I'm, this is what you okay. wanted. This is. I'm, just remember. Oh God. <laughs> Um, and so after that's done, uh, 
uh, talk looks like they could use a shot, but um, <laughs> shots. Shots. They go. Oh, so the the uh, the other the other piece of equipment that you are going to need is your pager for your temporal extension shift space or tests as everybody calls it around here you'll catch some people calling it a temporal elevator shift space because the inside happens to look like an elevator cart i swear it's not actually an elevator cart it's more of like uh if there is like a, like a pocket dimension it's not actually taking you to another plane of existence you're kind of like in between spaces uh it's it's really uh i I wish I could fully understand how it all works, but I'm honestly still working on it. It is stable. You don't need to worry about that. Um, but uh, it's it's kind of different. I'm sure you've been in a couple now that they're different for each each person. So uh, that's that's fun. You don't really get to design them or anything, though. Um, sorry about that. And um, they pull out. Uh, like, um, well, so for Aurora and Aveleen and um, Wolfan, they uh, take uh, a small uh, device and implant it into um, each of your cells. Um, for <laughs> for Ren, um, pulls out a giant needle. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> For Ren, uh, they fashion a uh, small uh, bracelet for, uh, um, and the the chip is kind of just in there, and it's kind of like a small, simple um, metal band with uh, like a little like implant on it, like a like almost like a little piece of um, like if you th- if you were to think of like magical uh circuit board just like really small not even like an inch just like and that's kind of fashioned in there um and uh yeah they they hand they hand that to you Ren and uh they also hand the rest of you your cells so the way this works is um you're going to need to go up to uh, a, a wall, uh, a blank wall. It can't have anything on it. Um, oh shit, it's always bad to do this in here because I kind of have everything covered. Uh, oh, hold on. Can and we use the floor? The, I would not recommend the floor. It's a little fin- more finicky, especially on your f- first time opening a test to... To, to get it to open here hold on and he just opens the the doors of the lab and uh, you're and then out in the hallway there's plenty of blank space for you guys to open a test in okay so how this is going to work is you're going to put uh, right or left hand it doesn't really matter i would suggest that if you uh have your cell which has the the test chip in it um on a particular hand, right or left, it is typically easier to use that hand to open your tests. But um, if if you don't have it, like you, Aurora, where you just have a have it in your ear, all you're going to do is you are going to uh, concentrate on opening 
opening a door. And I know that there isn't a door there. You're going to take a hand and you're going to kind of like like slide it open like you were pushing back a curtain. Okay? Does that does that work? I I mean, do you yes. want, I can I can show you real quick. And um they slide their hand, their left hand across the wall and um a door, you know, the part of the wall like pulls back and inside is their test. It is much like the lab actually it's very utilitarian and there are like buttons and there's like whirring sounds and it's it's clean it's it's like white there isn't a lot of color in there and uh it it the walls look like the walls in the lab there's a bunch of stuff on them, but it's not physical stuff on them. It almost looks like you're looking through glass, and on the other side of the glass are different uh, objects and bits and baubles. Um, so that's that's how you do it, and then to close it, you just do the same thing. And uh, they slide their hand back over, and the wall closes up behind it. All right, who wants to who wants to try first, or do you, why don't you all just give it a try? At, at once um and i'm gonna have you guys roll to see how successful you are on your first time what are we uh yep you're gonna roll a d20 you're going to roll hmm Hmm. i think wisdom or intelligence i can't remember what the difference between the Wisdom is like your knowledge, I think, and intelligence is like problem solving. I would say intelligence. You're rolling okay. for intelligence. Uh, seventeen plus four, twenty-one. Aveline, uh, ten seven. plus two. What? Well, no, Aveline. Oh, sorry. Oh my god, I'm like. <laughs> okay, I was Aveline. staring at something. Jesus. Christ. Ten plus two, twelve. Oh Jesus. All right, Aurora. Seventeen plus one. And Wolfan. Eleven. Staring. Okay, so I'm going to say... Um, Did I fucking fail at this? No, you just didn't get it on your first try. Um, I'm going to say... So, Ren is successful. Um, you rolled a 17? No, no. no. Aurora, Aurora is successful. 18. Yeah. 18. Aurora is successful, and both Aveline and Wolfan kind of, like, get a part... Like, the, the wall seems to shift a little bit, but it doesn't quite do anything um the two of you roll one more time <gasps> i got a one all right well, hey. oh, i thought that was a four. Oh, hey no. 17 all right well fan gets it on the second time Aveline and Aveline <laughs> trips on the wall and falls down all right Aveline, you you've got this and she gets it off <laughs> <laughs> on the third try because that's how life works and I'm the DM bite me <laughs> um, she rolled a four for all of you at home <laughs> um, and the first thing that all of you notice is that the back wall is a window except for that it's not a window it's actually 
like a moving painting of the countryside. There's nobody in it. There's no buildings or anything. It's kind of like a weird oil painting that just seems to move. You see the clouds drifting past. And the the dark hardwood floors are in sharp contrast to the other two walls in the ceiling that are kind of like a, a clear glass that seem to show like gears and like blue streaks of magic and kind of like that um, like that magic circuit board kind of thing. It almost looks like the inner workings of a test. All four of you have the same tests. Well, this is unusual. Just can you can you all step in to the 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 te- I, I don't understand what's going on. Okay, so sure. wait, Anna, we all Whoa. opened our own elevators? Yes, and they're all the same. Okay, I'm just clarifying. They're not supposed to be um aurora walks in aurora walks in and aveline ren and wolfan aurora appears inside of your tests hello <laughs> like we're ghosts <laughs> or we just magically showed up and and aurora you are looking no wait out. aurora is in our tests no i'm in or mine yeah. No, but she appears in everyone's. Oh. We don't appear uh, in oh, hers. Okay. She appears in everyone's like a mirror. Oh, I'm going to also say Ren's, Ren's door is uh, Ren-sized. <laughs> nice. Just so you know. Ren approved. <laughs> um, so that's... Ren, can, can you step in as well? Oh, uh, sure. And-, um, and Ren appears and he's standing next to Aurora. Ren and Aurora are in the same room. You guys can, like, you're standing next to each other. Hi, buddy. I high five for Aurora. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to be like, yeah. This <laughs> is fucking weird. You're telling me. I've, I mean, we, we have issued close to a hundred tests. Pager, I've never, I've never seen this hap- happen. Hey, can you, can you all? Okay, step out. Let's try closing them and opening them again. Okay. Do we need to roll again? Nope. Close them. Um, so you all <laughs> step out and you close them, and you open them again. It's the same. It's the same thing. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, maybe this means hmm. we love each other very much. And uh, anybody talk, got any other ideas? Talk is like okay. Hold on. Talk turns to Ren. Um, do you mind if I s- step in real quick? I I just I I'm gonna need to take some notes. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You do whatever you need to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk steps in and is uh, pulls out uh, like a, a tablet kind of looking thing and just starts uh, writing on it um there isn't like uh pages to turn or anything like that and the words almost seem to like disappear as uh they are writing everything down um and they're like looking at the walls and at the painting um and finally they go, you, you know what this is this is gonna take two you guys have other places to get to um i just have one one last request do you mind all stepping in this will this will uh 
I can I can take you to the other location. Unless there's anything else you need back at the lab. Nope, I don't think there's anything in the lab. We got everything we need. Unless cough, cough, ran, cough, cough. Uh, uh, I, I'll just hang out in the. Dude, no. dude, no. get me one of those circle thingies. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm. Yes. I, I need to do some work on um a couple of things. Get me a circle thingy. Oh, do you you have some projects? I can I can help you with that. That would that that would be great. Run. Ren, get me one of the floaty circle thingies. Alright, maybe maybe this isn't... You know, I do need to make sure this is safe, but I can only do that if one or all of you are in here with me. Oh, there's too many experiments to run. Um, Whatever you need me to do, I'll be more than happy to do it. Alright, that sounds good. Aurora, the... Uh, Aurora, you're going to come with me the first time. I'm going to show you how to operate this real quick. Um... Aveline, do you? Why don't Aveline will fan Ren? Uh, can you all? Can you all hang around? Uh, just, just wait here. We'll, we'll be right back. Sounds great. And Aveline takes out her pan flute and starts playing music. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. Talk. Um. Instructs. Uh. Aurora on how to that closing from the inside is the doors is much like closing the door from the outside um and as the door closes and it's um it is some drapey gray curtains as as the as the doors which is different from anything you've seen everything else is kind of resembled an elevator shaft uh and uh, I guess that is also rather odd because talk uh, starts taking some notes on that as well. All right, now what you're gonna do is you need to think of where you want to go. The easiest place that I can think of for this would be. Um, do you remember that that main entrance way? That main the main study is what we call it. That big room with all those bookcases and chandeliers and all that jazz of you know it's <laughs> unnecessary architecture as far as I'm concerned um, can you think of that thinking about it right now all right now as you're thinking of that I want you to and then you hear a ding uh, all right now open that door back up whoosh uh, Aurora opens the door back up and the two of you are looking out at the main study area all right all right this is interesting okay uh can you close it back up whoosh and think back to the uh, the hallway outside of the lab doing that all right and Mm -hmm. you guys arrive there and everything seems to be fine um well i guess you guys can individually operate this i'm noting that there's just pan flute going on still as Aurora's like it's literally been like 10 seconds tops (laughs) yes (laughs) all right I just all right uh Ren you said you needed to work on a project I just I'm gonna have to seems to be fine you all should be safe to travel if you run into any odd inconsistencies please let me know immediately all right Ren what was what what did you need my help with uh, well, two things. Um, one, um, I've 
I've been trying. I've been trying to teach myself magic, and I I need something to help me with that. Um, and then the other thing, um, and he takes the the crossbow off of his back, the thunderbow, and he says, "I have one word for you. Lightning. You want it to shoot lightning? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, actually, I've been." <laughs> I've been playing around with uh, uh, a bit of lightning magic myself. Now, I'm not the most proficient in magic. I'm not like a wizard or anything like that, but uh, I I have been studying it for, well, for most of my life. Um, And, well, I'm not super interested in using magic. I've, I've been able to... Uh, tap in and, and harness the the magic in, in, in the world to help with devices. So, lightning. Um, no, I, I, I think I know how to do it. I just need some time and, and access to your shop. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't you, after all this is done, why don't you come back down and we can, uh, we can figure some stuff out. Um, yeah, I'll show you what I have, and we can see if we can uh, maybe take some of your designs and my designs, and we can make them work together. Yeah? Sounds good. All right. Okay, so the four of you... Hey, put that down. They yell at Wolfan, who I'm guessing has probably picked something up and is considering pocketing it. <laughs> they warned me that you had a bit of sticky fingers. <laughs> I wouldn't All call right. them sticky, just opportunists <laughs> uh, they laugh um, alright so I believe that Margot wants to see you did you say um, Margaret or Margot 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 Margo Clementine she is kind of the uh, staff archaeologist I don't know if she would like that title. She doesn't really have an official title, but uh, I know that she she wanted to talk to you, um, and just mostly kind of about your test. I don't, you know what? I honestly don't really know. I don't really go into the whole archaeological thing. I'm all about new innovations, so uh, we do work together a little bit occasionally, but for the most part, I stick to my stuff and she sticks to hers. Um, she is up and to your you know what here um, am I hearing an ambulance in the background you are hearing an ambulance in the background okay, no, that's just my heart I literally didn't know if that was me or you guys that is like, Aveline's pan flute <laughs> <laughs> um, it's beautiful and they pull out what looks to be like a trash can looking thing uh, it is gray and uh, has like some panels on it and uh, floats about six inches off the ground. This this little guy is uh, my robot. Well, robot in progress. Um, there's some some kinks, but uh, uh, should be able to get you to to the Arcana study area. Um, because I need to log these notes from from your tests. Um, I, I hope that's okay. Are you guys going to be okay, okay following this little guy? Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, 
and they press a couple buttons on the side of uh of this weird little trash can looking robot. Uh, it, the outside does not look aesthetically ple uh, pleasing. You just kind of assume that the inside must be pretty legit because it is a floating uh, robot. And um, they also pull out that tablet again and seem to uh, write down a couple, a couple of notes. Um, and the little robot kind of uh, floats up a little a little higher and then starts uh, heading out the lab door and down the hallway towards the staircase that you guys came down originally. I want one. <laughs> and all of you, I'm guessing, go and follow after it. Mm -hmm. So it leads you up the staircase uh, across the uh, main study room area and up up the staircase and now you're on the second floor and you're looking you so you can now like look down and you know you're going by more more tables more people studying a lot of more books um very few people give you guys a second glance um and then uh you're suddenly dumped rather unceremoniously at uh another set of double um dark wood doors this time, when you open them, though, you kind of see more of what you already see on the outside. The walls are covered in the same dark wooden bookcases that are full of even more books. Um, the same white marble floors, and uh, only instead of chandeliers, this one has those golden Art Deco lamps lighting on various tables and just much smaller lighting fixtures floating throughout the room um and there's also a lot of filing cabinets in this area it almost looks like a resource center rather than just a giant library um there's also you know what you would probably describe as like a head librarian desk that's really large and kind of semicircular, and it's covered in books and parchment and you see on some of the parchment that there are drawings and diagrams of what looks like various artifacts. And uh, along one of the bookcases lining the, this right next to the desk is a lanky, tabac uh, lanky tabaxi. She has small ears and is mostly tan with black spots and stripes. Her fur is sleek not fluffy. She wears high-waisted pants and a boxy plain top. And uh, she seems kind of distracted. Like she keeps like looks for one thing and then seems to remember something else and turns around to the desk and then is kind of like a little bit like not flustered but fluttery. And she does not notice you as you walk into the room. Aurora knocks slightly on the desk. She uh, quickly glances over at the four of you. Aurora has that nice welcoming smile <laughs> that she uses with all her customers. Um, she smiles back, but because she is a tabaxi, which is part cat for well, those of you that don't know what a tabaxi is. Um, when she smiles, it's kind of like a, almost like ferocious, but like, you know, it must be good intentioned, but it's a little terrifying. Aurora's not put back. <laughs> she handles a lot of customers. I don't know. I like her. 
hello. So you guys um, must be my new recruits. Well, not mine specifically. I mean, you're going to be kind of answering to me. I'm the head, uh, like, archaeologist. I don't really like that title, but that's what most people seem to call me around here. Um, I specialize in... Uh, artifacts like old arcana objects and all that kind of stuff and that's kind of what you guys are going to be doing is is uh like finding those things and, and bringing them back i mean this is you guys are kind of a test pilot i don't i haven't had my own field research team yet i know there's a couple other departments that have that have them i just haven't hi I'm Margo. <laughs> Sorry, I get a little distracted. I realize I halfway through that I hadn't introduced myself. I'm, I'm Margo. Uh, yes, hi. Hello, Margo. I'm Aveline. Hi, Aveline. Aurora sticks out her hand. Hi, I'm Aurora. It's very nice to meet you. Uh, she shakes it vigorously. I like her. <laughs> and that means that you must be Ren. Uh, I believe you're Artemis's uh, little brother, and that would make you Wolfian, my fellow thief in in arms. Thief in arms? I don't know if that's a thing. Oh, but I think I'm going to like you very much. I uh, hope so. I mean, uh, it's, it would be a little awkward if, if you didn't. I'm kind of kind of your boss. I'm not really your <laughs> boss. I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I don't, you guys understand, do you understand your job? Does that make sense? I don't totally understand your job, so it's okay if you don't totally understand your job. We find things for you. Yeah, and so, And you uh, pay us. I don't directly pay you, but the guild, <laughs> the guild pays you. Um, Wonderful. I mean, yep, I mean, that's, and there's also, there's also perks to the job. Oh, I almost forgot. And, uh, she pulls out she kind of goes over to uh, a locked cabinet and uh, unlocks it and pulls out a very large leather-bound book that looks ancient and uh, she clears some space on the desk and she sets it down the job also has perks um so this is we have a large database isn't the right we have a large catalog of artifacts that we have redeemed in, in the past, and they're all cataloged in this book. And since you're going to be working for me, uh, part of the perks is that you get to use some of those artifacts to help you in retrieving things. We don't expect you to just like go it alone. Um, so you can pick isn't the right word for this but uh basically what you're gonna do is you you will put your hand on the cover and the book chooses an item for you it's a little weird do we that get sounds to mighty it? neat i like that you gotta show me around all those artifacts one of these days maybe do we uh, get to keep it uh, you get, yeah, you get a, as long as you are employed by the Guardians Guild, you, you get to keep it, and I'm not quite sure how you quit the Guardians Guild, so basically I would say you get to keep it. Wonderful. But you can't sell it, Wolfian. I'm getting a free item 
fuck you. Um, so I'm yeah. going to want each of you to... Also, Aveline sticks her tongue out at Wolfane. <laughs> I respond back with my middle finger. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, I volunteer run. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> so so, yeah. so you put um, your hand on the book, and almost immediately it flies open and the pages turn of their own accord and it stops on what is called the helm of telepathy oh oh well this is this is different um okay cool and uh margo goes over to uh the like um do you know like it's not like a dumb waiter, but like, like like those like electron like what are they called? A dumb like waiter? A microwave? Not a microwave. Like do you know what it, like where it's like you know like there's like a bunch of like different um, like things in storage and you press a button and it like goes to the spe- like you type in a code like yeah not like a vending, a vending machine, machine. Oh. but kind that, of like a vending machine. Call it a vending machine. Okay, we'll call it a vending like machine. That, that machine that was at Berea that had yes. some of the food. Whatever yes. that is. Yeah, like the vending, vending machine. machine. Okay. Okay, so she goes over to, to a thing that, uh, like, you can't see anything in it, um, and she puts her hand um, on a panel, and then the panel, like, unlocks and slides down, and she types in a code, and there's, like, a rattling sound of what sounds like the moving of, like, one of those weird vending machine <laughs> things, um, and she pulls out uh, a box um, and opens it up, and inside the box is almost like a, uh, like almost like a small headband. Um, it's metal. It, I, I guess tiara, but tiara isn't quite. It's not like crown shaped. It's just a simple metal band. Um, and she goes, "This is the helm of telepathy." and hands it to Aurora. So the Helm of Telepathy, while wearing this uh, helm, you can use an action to cast Detect Thoughts, um, which is a spell. Um, And as long as you maintain concentration on the spell, you can use a bonus action to send a telepathic message to a creature you are focused on. It can reply using a bonus action to do so, um, while your focus on it continues. While focusing on a creature with detect thoughts, you can use an action... Uh, oh, that says that. Wait. Um, da, da, da. Oh, you can use the action to cast suggest, suggestion spell um, uh, from the helm and <laughs> on that creature. Once used, uh, the suggestion property can't be used again until the next dawn. So it's like a one-day for the suggestion spell. Mm. After Aurora was done, uh, the book closed again. Um, and this time, Aveline goes up and puts her hand on the on the book. She's really getting into it. 18. Nah. I can't roll to save my flipping life. No, you I cannot. One, okay. So the the book does the same thing, um, and this time it, it flies a little further in, and uh, it goes stops on um, uh, the entry of Ring of Regeneration. 
and Margot <laughs> does the same thing, and this time the box is much smaller, and inside is uh, <laughs> is a ring that is um, it's like as hard it's as hard as like a, a metal or stone, but it's actually made of uh, like wood. It's like a very ornate branch kind of like. Uh, ring like there's like tiny little leaves that are like poking off of it a little bit um, and it fits perfectly onto your hand um, this is the description on this is while wearing this ring you regain 1d6 hit points every 10 minutes provided that you have at least one hit point if you lose a body part that ring causes the missing part to regrow and return to a fully and return to full functionality uh, after 1d6 plus one days. Um, Holy as shit. Long as, you have, as long as you have at least one hit point the, the whole time. This is very lovely. Could you know, I know, I know someone who yeah, would I'll love send, to I'll see that it. nice wooden I'll ring. Hey, Aileen, want to see how long it takes for your arm to come back? Please don't do that here, Wolfan. I was just asking. So the book is closed once again, and Wolfan places her hand upon it. I rolled a 14. And the book opens to a feather token. Anchor. And so uh, Marco does the same thing. And it's another small box. And inside this small box is a tiny object that looks like a small black feather with um, and at the very end of it is a small like stone anchor medallion with two blue gems in it the gems aren't worth anything before you ask <laughs> um, so this thing is just a feather with gems you you can use an action to touch the token to a boat or a ship, and for the next 24 hours, the vessel cannot be moved by any means. Touching the token to the vessel again ends the effect, uh, and when the effect ends, the token disappears. You said a boat or a vessel? Yep. So, like, the car we drove earlier. Yeah, we're going to use that to mean like if it is a vehicle okay. of, of some sort. Okay. That's interesting. And it's a feather? Yeah, it's called a, a feather a feather. I'm more of just like how the fuck am I not gonna lose this? You put it in your pocket. Anna said I don't have infinity pockets. Okay, you don't have you infinity have pockets pocket. for when you like steal a bunch of shit. <laughs> All right, in my fucking pocket it goes. Uh, 12. Okay, so, I mean, we can do, Ren does the same thing and goes up and puts his hand on the, uh, thingamabob. Um, uh, and the flies open. And, uh, it lands on, oh shit, hold on. <laughs> I messed up a thing. So it uh, falls open and actually um, 
this like slows down and you kind of see it like go past the the anchor token and it lands on the next page and it lands on the feather token of tree um you must oh yeah describe it got it got it got it um so the feather token of of tree it looks like it has um instead of a black feather it has uh, a brown white black like multicolored feather um on it and at the very bottom is uh an acorn and the description reads that uh, you must be outdoors to use this token. You can use an action to touch it to an unoccupied space on the ground. The token disappears, and in its place, a non-magical oak tree springs into existence. The tree is 60 feet tall and has a 5-foot diameter trunk, and its branches at the top sped, spread out to a 20-foot radius. Hey, look, this is my friend, Tree. <laughs> I can make a big tree. You can make a real big tree. So, it's not a magical tree. Ren, this is going to be our meeting place. Whenever we spill it up, you're going to plant this fucking tree. I I like how we we got the the one-use magical objects. Yeah. Agreed. (laughs) You know what? It's just the luck of the draw, guys. That's how this works. In case you didn't figure it out from rolling the dice. <laughs> Aveline got a fucking regeneration ring. Yeah, she can regenerate She doesn't limbs. even fucking have knives. Yeah, I can make a tree once. <laughs> I can lock a fucking door, basically. I don't even get infinite trees. She gets infinite I limbs. a crossbow, a longsword, <laughs> rapier... Short you sword. sing more than you Some fight, and weapons. that is why you good. To be fair, we haven't been in that many combat situations. True. True. Well, this is uh, an odd spread of items. Um, in case you didn't notice, the book kind of picks. She glances at Ren and Wolfan almost apologetically. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I don't really have any control over it. Uh, I I don't get to pick what items come out of the out out of the book. I'm r- real sorry about that. Um, Fuck I your mean, book. I hey, look at it this way: that there must be some purpose for those items because the the magic of of this world has decided that you're going to need them. He got so. a tree. <laughs> A non-magical tree. <laughs> a, a non-magical tree. You never know when a tree is going to be useful. I mean, you can always climb up a tree, right? Yes. No one is going to notice a giant-ass fucking tree just up here. Look, I don't have the answers. I really wish I did, but... Uh, if, if, uh, I, like, if I run outside and use this real quick, do I get a new one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm... I, Sorry, guys. I, I wait. I, can he can, only use the tree? No, I think you, you guys could give each other your items. I, I would, I would suppose. Oh, Ren, look, we can trade locks and trees. No, I think th- I like the tree more. <laughs> I'm good. I am locking everyone's ass out of the next fucking boat we get. 
You don't like lock the boat. You just yeah, can't. Just the you make it the from, boat can't from moving. I am locking all of you in a boat that I will not drive. <laughs> it's like that time long ago <laughs> in our strange little vacation. <laughs> oh God, Helen wasn't there for that. <laughs> it's still unedited. Yeah, can we get that edited? I really want to listen to that. <laughs> all right, I'll maybe maybe I'll work on that. Um, I mean, you can, you can try, I'm just typically, the book only, is only ready to give you one object at a time. I mean, you can place listen, your hand on it again, listen, but my hunch is that it's not going to open. Fault, uh, but fuck Ren, Ren tries your putting book. his other hand on the book. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Was, well, can we move on guys. from this book? Can <laughs> we move on? Let's move on yeah. from this book. Um, so while you guys are all kind of just standing around discussing uh, how shitty your tree token is, um, Art- Artemis bursts into the room at a run. Um, she is out of oh, breath. Oh, good, Artie. Um, I wanted to show you this a cool little thing I got. It's a tree, a li- it's a tree feather. A little, a little surprised <laughs> to, to see you all. And uh, she's and she's crying, and uh, she just says, Lu- Lu- "Lucy and Dragon's dead." 